In this edition of VIP Chat Over a Kappa, Dilma recently held the 70th School of Tea, featuring participants from various international locations. The Tea Radio team were able to chat with Robert Schinkel, mixologist extraordinaire from the Netherlands and a part of the Dilma family. Robert Schinkel shared his understanding of Tea Inspired. A Tea Inspired to me is um Basically what happened to me on my first uh, visit to Sri Lanka, I came in uh, quite late. I mean, I, I came in uh, early afternoon, but we straight away drove all the way up to Nuwarelia. And uh, when we arrived in tea country, it was already dark. I, I couldn't see anything, but we arrived at tea trails, so in the middle of the tea plantation. But it was so dark, all I could see was, was the, the house where we were staying. And uh, it's kind of late, so we sort of went straight to bed. And they, before I went to sleep, they asked me, at what time do you want your bad tea? Now someone informed me that there is only one correct answer, and that is uh, 15 minutes before sunrise outside on your terrace. I didn't know what to expect, but that's what to please do that. So I, I did that, and um, so they woke me up, I think around quarter to six, went outside to the terrace, put a blanket around me, because it was quite chilly, because it's uh, very high, and they, they gave me my, my tea, and you're, you're warming yourself up, you're waking up with a cup of tea, and at the same time, the country wakes up. So you're, in the beginning, everything is, is, is pitch black. And I could even see the last fireflies of, uh, of that night. And all of a sudden, there, there's one bird that makes noise. And it's answered by another bird somewhere else. And slowly, there's, there, there's sounds coming from everywhere, but it's still dark. And then the first rays of sun, they, uh, they, they hit the gardens. And it's like the country awoke. And I could see I was in the middle of nothing but tea bushes with a thick layer of mist uh, all over the bushes. And at, at that moment, I immediately understood where tea gets its energy from, where it gets its calm, its serenity, its strength from. And that is actually the moment that I, I really fell in love with tea. I've been drinking the beverage all my life. And I, the more I got to know about tea, uh, uh, the, the more I liked it. But from the moment that I, was, that I experienced that, that was then I fell in love. And that is how the, the, the true tea inspiration came to me. And all the wonderful things that happened afterwards where I, I really got to understand tea and got to professionally work with tea. Yeah, that, that just added to the tea inspiration. But that moment, that morning, my, my first, uh, uh, the first moment that I really was in tea country, where, where it all starts, that to me is, uh, is tea inspired. And that, that goes beyond work or, or, or or, or, or even the pleasure of drinking, but the experience of seeing tea country wake up. And to me, it's still, it's a magical experience. That was, uh, if I have to describe tea inspired, it would be like that. I realized that I'm a very lucky person and not many people get the opportunity to get tea inspired in that way. But to me, that is, uh, that is the ultimate form of uh, tea inspired. We asked Robert if tea was a core ingredient in his mixology. Tea is, um, it's a flavor carrier. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very unique ingredient uh, for cocktails, uh, for, for food pairing as well, and anything that has to do with experiencing flavor and aroma, tea does a wonderful job. Um, tea does not necessarily have to play uh, the lead role. It can be a very supportive role as well. Tea has the capacity to push and pull, so it can push things back and pull something out. So if you find the right tea and the right spirit, for instance, to combine, you can really highlight the character of that spirit or what is specific for that spirit. If you find the right tea, it'll put a spotlight 
on that. Um, can work the other way around as well. There are, are, are some, some spirits that really give a boost uh, to the tea. Or uh, the tea can boost any other ingredient you add. Could be, could be spices or, or uh, herbs, fruits. Tea has so many flavor matches. And even if I, if I, if I go sort of technical on you, there is a way of making an analysis, like a chemical analysis of every single ingredient there is. You will get a chart with peaks. If three or four peaks match from two different ingredients, it's a good match. Tea is uh, the ingredient with most matches with all the other ingredients. So there is literally a tea. You can find a tea for every ingredient. And uh, when it comes to cocktail making, you can find one tea that will match with the rum or the, or, or the whiskey or the gin, with the spices, with the fruit. Uh, so it, it, it just highlights everything. And in some drinks, you don't even really taste the tea, maybe a little bit in the, in the aftertaste, but what it does for all the other ingredients uh, in the drink is, is absolutely amazing. We asked Robert if a particular outlandish tea-inspired creation stood out to him from recent memory. There's the uh, in general question and the, the specific one, but they come down to the same thing. What I've seen, especially in the, when we had the mixology competitions, is uh, that tea is something that everyone's been brought up with. So they bring ingredients from home and a feeling from home and a story from home because this is what my mother used to make or my grandmother used to make it like this so they, they really they bring real stories usually from their youth or when when they, when they grow up something that whenever they drink that tea it can take them back 10 years or 20 years sometimes 30 years so the the element the social element the sharing element of, of family and home that is something that i've seen all over the world is because tea is the most social drink there is and most of us have been drinking it since we were kids and have very strong memories comforting memories uh, and they translate that into a drink and I had a um, uh, was it this was in Indonesia where we had the tea mixology playoff and there was someone who really recreated the tea from home from his grandmother but he did it so well that I thought that was my grandmother uh, use all local ingredients and two of the ingredients you couldn't get anywhere else in the world they were that specific because he came from specific Indonesian island and they grew it's a type of ginger but very rare only grew, and I, I experienced it and all of a sudden his grandmother became my grandmother as well and I'll, I'll never I'll never forget that it was really a, a touching moment we asked Robert to share how he would present the Dilma tea experience to others. When I when I talk about Dilma tea, there are so many aspects of Dilma to talk about. But if I if I just limit myself to to the tea itself, is um, for the past let's say 4,950 years, tea was luxury. It's only the past 50 years that tea has been turned into a commodity. Now slowly but surely we're moving back to the part where tea becomes luxury again. Um, and with luxury, I don't mean decadence, but I mean treating yourself to something really good, which is actually quite affordable. Because you can buy a very good tea for the price of a bad bottle of wine. So it's affordable luxury. And you can treat yourself on a daily basis with something really good. Um, then there is the part where you make your own tea. It's a bit, it's a, it's a craft as well. Uh, but it's also a, a matter of personal preference. You brew your tea the way you like it. You create your own 
a moment of luxury once, twice, hopefully seven or eight times per day. But if you are willing to spend a little more on, uh, on your tea, you can give yourself on a daily, daily basis a very rich experience. And that is what I try to tell everyone that tea is, especially in the region where I come from, tea is, is not that, that beverage you actually don't think about. For most people, tea is cup, water, tea bag, wait for 30 seconds and oh, it's tea. No, it's not tea. It's a bit of an, bit of an insult to tea. Because if you give yourself instead of 30 seconds, three to five minutes. If instead of, uh, in, my, in, my, in my country's case, instead of spending one euro 50, spend six euro 50. And allow yourself that little bit of luxury every day. And it's, uh, it'll, it'll make you feel rich, I, I promise you. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is, that is one of the things that I always talk about just when it comes to tea. Allow yourself to have a little bit of, of true luxury, actually, and imagine that it has been luxury for 5,000 years. It's just the last 50 years that we forgot how noble, how elegant, and how rich tea actually is. Tea Radio brings you words of wisdom from men and women of achievement on VIP chat over a cuppa.